All right, good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us this morning. I want to wish you, first of all, a Merry Christmas. This is Christmas Eve, uh, 2023. And my name is Dave Everett, and we're going to be doing a special Christmas message this morning that I entitled, He is Here. He's Emmanuel. He is with us. He is here. He's alive. He's risen. And unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. We'll be talking about that in just a minute. But just so you know, all of our teachings are archived on our website, lighthousesappership.org, as well as our YouTube channel, Lighthousesappership Center. And we also want to thank, thank, say thank you to all those who have partnered with us in this year and uh, get with their tithes and their, their uh, contributions. If you're wondering how to do so, you can simply go to our website, again, at lighthousesappership.org. Go to our give page and all their instructions are there. So with all that in mind, uh, let's, uh, let's jump right on in. This is going to be a shorter message than normal. We'll pick up with our, our series on being established in righteousness next week uh, as we celebrate the new year. But this week, uh, because today is Christmas Eve and whatnot, I, as usual, I want to do a special Christmas message. So uh, we're going to pause for today and we are going to celebrate the season. Okay, so with that in mind, <coughs> excuse me, uh, again, Merry Christmas. Let's jump right on into our message this morning. So, every time I think of Christmas, I think one of my favorite Christmas verses, excuse me, comes from Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, where it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. I just want to pause here for a moment. Unto <coughs> uh, who? Us. Who's us? You and me. This child that we celebrate, capital C, uh, should be given to us. He's born to us. We celebrate Christmas. But Christmas is Jesus, is God's gift to us. And what is that gift? Jesus. Why? Because in Jesus we have forgiveness. In Jesus we have reconciliation. In Jesus we have grace and mercy, righteousness, and all the promise of God. Through Jesus we have the promise and the gift of the Holy Spirit. <coughs> Excuse me. Because he's the baptizer of the Holy Spirit. And so there's so many things I can elaborate on what we have in Jesus. But this Jesus was born unto us. This Jesus was given to us, the Son, capital S. I, sorry, no, I didn't get the caps there on the verses. But capital S, capital C, is given. God gave us the, the best gift. You know, it's often been said, and Scripture even says it, that it's more blessed to give than receive, and I totally agree with that, and I totally agree with Scripture. But you can't give something you don't have. You have to receive Jesus to give anything. You can't give gifts. You can't give love if you don't first receive His love. We love because He first loved us. We can't do anything. We can't give anything to our families, to our loved ones, to our spouses, to our kids without first receiving His love for us. We need the first step, the first, the most important thing is that you receive this child, 
you receive this son. You receive this gift that's been given to you. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. The government, yes, we have several governments here in the United States as well. <coughs> Excuse me. As well as any country that you may be coming from. <coughs> and there's many level of governments. But this Jesus is the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. And the government is shall be upon his shoulder. And where is Jesus? He's inside of us. Okay. And his name shall be called the Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Verse 7. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end, and upon the throne of David, upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice, from the henceforth, even forever, to the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Again, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. When you understand Jesus, when you understand what he accomplished through the cross, and what through his resurrection, you'll understand this government. You'll understand that the kingdom of God is not here or there, but the kingdom of God is within you. You understand that God has given you the keys of the kingdom. He has, given, he has redeemed you by his blood. To make you kings and priests that reign on the earth. We'll, we'll elaborate on that in just a minute. Okay. And so there's a government. That is on his shoulders. There's a government that we participate in. Because. This child was born unto us. And the son was given unto us. And of the increase. Verse 7 again. Of the increase of his government and peace. There should be no end. There's no end. There's no ending. To his government. There's no ending to the increase of his government and his reign in our lives or through our lives. Okay? I want to just think you back on a couple things. You know, excuse me. Again, the title of my message this morning is He is Here. He is Emmanuel, which means God is with us. God's with us, He's not out there somewhere. He gave us his child that's been born unto us. He's given us his son who's been given to us. Emmanuel, God is with us. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. God is with us. He's here. He's here. He's always been here. He's never left. And if you are his, if you receive this child, if you receive this son, if you receive this gift called Jesus, Emmanuel is always with you. He's always here. He's always here. I don't care where you are, where you come from, what you've done. He is here. Emmanuel is here. From that first Christmas morn, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, saying, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. I don't have time to teach on this this morning. This is a popular message that Andrew Womack has taught. But the war is over. Because of Jesus, this child has been born unto us, his son has been given to us. He's established peace and goodwill towards man. The war is over. 
The war between God and man is over because of Jesus. This, this, this child that's been born unto us, this son who's been given to us, because Jesus is here. He died and he rose again, and he's standing on the right hand of mighty, mighty hand on God on high, and the majesty on high, and he is here, and he will always be here. He's the ancient of days. He's the beginning and the end. He's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He is here. He will always be here. He's not going anywhere. Receive this job. Receive this gift. Know who you have, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. Because how beautiful upon the mountains of the feet of him who brings this good news, who brings this gospel, who proclaims peace. What peace? Peace and goodwill towards man. We can start with that. This peace, let's go backwards. Now, he's a, he's a uh, excuse me, the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. How beautiful upon the mountains of the feet of him who brings this good news, who brings glad tidings of good things. That's what the angels told the shepherds. We bring glad tidings of good things. Why? Jesus is here. Who proclaims salvation. Why? Because Jesus is here. Who says to Zion, your God reigns. Why? Jesus is here. And the government's upon <coughs> his shoulder. And of the increase of his government, there shall be no end. Jesus is here. He's here. Emmanuel is here. He's here. This Jesus, he came to us. He's been born unto us. He's been given to us. And he came to die that we might live. He redeemed us by his blood. And he has made us kings and priests that we would reign on the earth. That the increase of his government, there shall be no end. The government is upon his shoulder. He's a king of kings. Our king is here. Our savior is here. Our Emmanuel is here. He's been given to us. He's been born unto us. And he redeemed us by his blood. And he, this Jesus, who's been given to us, who's been born unto us, has made us as kings and priests that we shall reign on the earth. We shall reign. Why? Jesus is here. <coughs> this Jesus was Born unto us, given to us, that the increase of his government shall not, reign, shall not end. We shall reign on the earth. We are the salt of the earth. Jesus said that. Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. We are the salt of the world. We, we are the, here to reign. We are the salt and we are the light of the world. Why? Because Emmanuel. God is with us. Jesus is here. This child has been born unto us. This son has been given unto us. And we shall reign forevermore. And we are the salt. We are the light of the world to bring people to Jesus. It says in Romans 5, 17, For if one man offense death reign, that was Adam. Adam messed it up. But through the one, much more, those who receive this abundance of grace is Jesus. And the gift of righteousness, this gift. We will reign in life, in this life, through the one who, Emmanuel, Jesus Christ, who's here, whom we receive, who was born unto us, who was given unto us. We shall 
pray. If we not much more those who receive this gift of Jesus. His abundance of grace. His gift of righteousness. Okay. And we need to respond like Mary responded to Gabriel. Let it be unto me according to your word. I'm going to expand on this part according to your word. Um, in a little different angle this morning as part of, a, part of a Christmas message. Okay, because everything I just shared is really just a prelude of where I want to get going. It's going to be a, a short message, but that was a prelude. Okay, my preludes are usually t just as long as the message, sometimes even longer. Okay, so with this, again, our key verse, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. This was a prophecy about the ministry and life and person of Jesus. And when, when it was announced to Mary, she said, let it be atoned me according to your word. And that needs to be our response. I believe when she said those words, Jesus, the living word, that, that was conceived, the incredible seed of the word of God was conceived in her womb. And nine months, ten months later, Emmanuel was born. And the, and the angels appear before the before the shepherd says, "Glory to God in the highest, peace and goodwill towards men." And we know the story. And Jesus was born. But then three and a half years later, just before he went to the cross, well, actually thirty-three and a half years later, excuse me, his ministry was three and a half years. He didn't die as a toddler; he died as a man. And so 33 and a half years later, before he goes to the cross, he's praying to his father in the garden. And one thing he says in verse 14, he says, says, I, Jesus, have given them your word. He's speaking, he's praying to God. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I love Unto us a child is born. God gave us Jesus. God gave us Jesus. And Jesus gave us his word. God gave us Jesus. And Jesus gave us his word. We got two gifts. We got Jesus, the living word. And the living word gave us the word. God gave us his word. See, in this gift called salvation, our righteousness, as we've been speaking the last several weeks, within this gift, there's many facets, many aspects of this gift. Included in this gift is forgiveness and reconciliation to a right relationship with God called righteousness. There's many promises. We have the gift of the Holy Spirit, our friend, the Holy Spirit. We have the gift of grace and mercy that is new and fresh every morning. We have the gift of righteousness. We have the gift of salvation. And we also have the gift of the Word of God that Jesus said to the Father, 
I've given them your word. See, the word, this gift of word, this word that is a gift to us, reveals to us all of the other gifts. Salvation, righteousness, forgiveness. This word reveals to us <coughs> Jesus. See, the word of God is like a key. A key to the front door of a home. Rather than looking at the home from the outside, you can actually go in and look at the inside and go to the many different rooms and chambers of the house. And the Word of God is like that key that will introduce you, that will reveal to you, room by room, chamber by chamber, all of the many aspects of this salvation and this gift that we have in Jesus, including forgiveness, reconciliation, grace, mercy, righteousness, healing, wholeness, prosperity, and so many more. This gift is a key to all the other gifts that are included in this gift called the word of God. See, Jesus said, I've given them your word. He said this at the end of his ministry. But before his ministry began, God said, and the word became flesh and dwelt among who? Us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The, the word of God became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus said he gave, he gave, he's given us his word. And this word not only, not only did the word give us the word, the living word gave us the word of God. This word also dwelt among us. See, Jesus was sent to heal. Jesus was sent to deliver. Jesus was sent to save all of us. Jesus came. This word dwelt upon us, and he healed people. He healed the multitudes. He healed everyone who came to him. He delivered them. He saved them. God saved the world through Jesus Christ. Has the world received that? No. But some have. Have all received healing? No, not everyone received healing. But it's available. Everyone, salvation is available to everybody. But not everyone's received that. Deliverance is available to everybody. But not everyone's received that. And through the three and a half years of his ministry, while he dwelt with among them, he dwelt among them for 33 and a half years, but he was revealed to them as the Son of God for three and a half years for his ministry. And during that time, this word that dwelt among them 
He manifested the word. He taught them the word. And he demonstrated the word. As the word Jesus, this word that God and Jesus said he gave to them, and the word of God says dwelt among them, this Emmanuel who dwelt among them. He manifested the word, he taught the word, and he demonstrated the word. So that at the end of his ministry, he said, Lord, I can't do the word. I've given it to them. I've manifested. I've taught them. i demonstrated your word. <coughs> and you might say, well, Pastor Dave, that's all New Testament. Well, actually, up to this point, the cross hasn't happened yet, so we're still in the Old Testament if you want to get technical. But, okay, we're in the New Testament scriptures. We're in the book of John. Okay, I'll go with that. But just Jesus also revealed himself throughout the Old Testament. Because it says in Luke chapter 24, after he rose from the dead, with the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Jesus revealed himself in the scriptures. And up to this point, the New Testament didn't exist yet. The New Testament just happened. He rose from the dead. The, the, the cross, the cross is the center point of the New Testament. You can't have a you can't have the new covenant without the cross. And you can't have the new covenant without the resurrection. But immediately after, before he ascended, Jesus expanded on all the scriptures. The things concerning himself. And at the end of this journey in verse 45, and he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. What scriptures? The scriptures concerning him. Okay. Jesus manifested the word, he taught the word, he demonstrated the word, he expounded on all the scriptures, the word concerning himself, and he and, and he, and even if you don't know this, even what I, I said here, he said from Moses to the prophets. There's the Old Testament. Okay? And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. And actually in context, I don't have it on the screen, he, he makes mention not only the Moses and prophets, but also the Psalms. Okay? You read Luke 24 for yourself and you'll see that. See, Jesus... Is God's gift to you. I want to say that again. Jesus is God's gift to you. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. He's here. He's Emmanuel. But just as Jesus is God's gift to you, the Word of God is Jesus' gift to you. Why? Jesus has given, I'm going to go backwards, he has given you his word so that you may comprehend the scriptures and you might know Jesus. You might know him. 
See, Jesus is a true, true revelation of God. We can read that in Hebrews chapter 1. But the Word of God is a true revelation of Jesus. I want to say that again. Jesus is a true revelation of God. But the Word of God is a true revelation of Jesus. In another scripture, when Jesus was confronting with the Pharisees, religious leaders, he said, you search the scriptures, for they testify of me. See, the Word of God is a revelation of Jesus. And within this word are all of his blessings, all of his promises, and all the keys that you need to experience the abundant life. You can't know Jesus apart from his word. See, John said this in Luke, John 20. And truly Jesus did many other things in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written. <coughs> Excuse me. That you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. That's powerful. John saying there's so many things that were written he also says in the same context that they, if they were all written down, there would not need to be enough books that, 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 that the earth could not contain all the books written. But these things were written. The things that we do have written were written that we might believe Jesus Christ is the Christ that you believe in may have life in his hand. See, John's saying the word of God was God's gift to you through Jesus Christ. That you may know Jesus. And that you believe in Jesus. And experience life. God wants you to experience life, folks. Adam messed it up and you experienced death. But Jesus came and you might have life and you might have it to the full. You're supposed to reign. He redeemed you by his blood and you might reign on the earth. He's giving you his abundance of grace and gifts of righteousness that you shall reign in life. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Don't mock and minimize what God has given you, saying that you're just supposed to be some poor church mouse. Okay. See, there's so many things that Jesus did. And there's so many things that were written in this book that revealed Jesus to us. But this book also reveals, I can bring out other scriptures, I don't have them on the screen this morning. Through the word of God, all the mysteries of the kingdom of God are revealed. All the principles of abundant life are explained. And the revelation of God's love is unlocked in the word of God. The word of God is alive with God's life, with God's authority, with God's faith, with God's healing and provision, with God's power, with God's grace and mercy, with God's love. For unto us a child is born. Unto us 
the son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. He is here. Very simple message this morning. Next week we'll get back to our studying our being established in righteousness. But I just want you to be reminded this morning. He is here. Receive his gift. Receive Jesus. Receive his word. And have a relationship with him. Amen and amen. God bless you guys. Merry Christmas. And we'll see you one more time in 2023 next week. Amen. God bless.